is happening now? We're about to send you back to the future! <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Revuture, the show in which we take a classic film that one of us or both of us might not have seen and we take a look at it now. I'm Amber Inch. And I'm Drew Bridger. Yay! <laughs> Number three Number in three a row. In a row. <laughs> that was a bad song, I was just copying you. Yeah, I know, that's fine. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good song that I was making up, so oh, okay. you know, it's fine if it's catching on that quickly that you can join yeah. in as well. Yeah. Number three in the row. It's number three of Amber introing, which means we found another one for me to introduce to. I lost it. Slowing down a little bit now. Slowed down after that point. It was catchy, and then it's it kind of hit its peak, and then it went right. Yeah, it went back down a bit. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, it should have been in a bit of a seventies style more than anything. Really, We've I don't know how you can make it like a 70s getting style. up to the point of our expertise now. It's gone past it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we found another one. We found another one. <laughs> and this week, it's one that has taken a little bit of a strange turn. Why? For me, well, it's just not really what I expected it to be at all. Okay, good. That's good, though, isn't it? Yeah. For the purpose of this, it's good. I yeah. Suppose. I don't know. I mean, it's it's good, but. If you're expecting something to be way more light-hearted... I did tell you it was racy, didn't I? <laughs> I was trying to prepare you. Yeah, I know, And yes. I said it's an 18 and it's a bit racy. You ready? It's a bit, it's a bit raunchy, is <laughs> what I said. You did tell me it was a racy film and to prepare myself, you did. Absolutely. When the credits for the film started rolling at the start... Only then did you tell me. Before that, I didn't really know anything. I did say it quite a so, lot. Uh, uh, okay, maybe you did, and I just and I was in denial. You just weren't it. accepting it. I wasn't accepting it. I was like, no, there's no way. So take us back, Amber. Take us back to take... 1977. Indeed. When the music was funky and the dance floor was a light. <laughs> <laughs> And the collars were big and massive, the, and the hair was big. Also. Hair was big, and the heels Heel- on men's <laughs> shoes were even bigger. The heels on men were bigger than the heels on the women. Uh, yeah, what's with that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fashion. Look it up. We are talking this episode about a film that I didn't even realise was a classic until <gasps> it had been You're pointed out to me that I hadn't seen it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I know. No, Bieber. I mean that that's literally all that we can get away with singing before we get, Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> before we have to start paying. No, it for wasn't the in tune, it's fine, it wasn't in tune. Well, okay, no, but I still don't think that that counts. You can sing off key and still have it be copyrighted. Okay, well I take it back then. Well no, it's okay because every time you sing more than six seconds of that, you owe John Travolta money. That's fine, so I'd give it to him, I don't all mind. the BGs. Yeah, it's either the BGs, one yeah. is BGs. Maybe John Travolta takes a cut as well. I hope he does. Well, all right. Yeah, okay. I shouldn't have said that because you just want to do anything that will put money into John Travolta's pocket, really, don't you? I want him to be happy. How is that so bad? Yeah, we are talking about Saturday Night Fever, Mm. which I had heard a lot about. but See, you are saying that you don't think it's a classic, but did you know this? 
Are we getting into trivia time already? Not really, is, no. Well, I'm just explaining okay. to you why you thought... Well, I didn't even think because it was a classic, but listen to this. Okay. Before 2010, when Black Swan came out, it was the highest grossing dance film of all time. It stayed the highest grossing dance film for 33 years until Black Swan came out. That's a very strange statistic <laughs> to, for it to fulfil. Why? The highest grossing dance film. Yeah. So you're telling me that Dirty Dancing didn't outsell... No. You're telling me that Step Up 2 didn't even outdo... No, it didn't. ...Saturday Night no, Fever. No, it didn't. But Step Magic Up 2 Mike had challenged me. Magic Mike came out. Magic, uh, Magic Mike might... Well, mm, I don't know. No, Look. it did. Oh, okay, did it? Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. telling you, I'm not asking. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm telling all right. you, I did. I was going to say, because I wouldn't have really known to class Magic Mike as a dance film. But well, they're I a dance guess... group. That's all they do. All they do is dance. You have to be able to dance. I suppose that is true. Still, it surprises me that Step Up 2. Oh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so, Amber, what is it that we do every episode? Every episode, you ask me, or the person that hasn't seen the film gets asked, what they thought the film was about before we started watching it. So, what did you think the film was about? Okay, well, you will be pleased to know that I put a little bit of production value <laughs> okay. into my synopsis Good. for this one. Good. As you would expect from yeah. me. So there's effort that's gone into this. <laughs> Which so, I say, mine don't take effort. They do take mine effort. T- mine are one line, really. I have, I don't but I've written this in a very specific way. Okay. So if you want me to read this right. in my... Rob Schneider. No, I don't it, want you to do that. You do, okay, all right, okay. Well, it might come out regardless. <laughs> okay. okay, here we go. The, I wrote this under the guise that this film <laughs> was a little bit more light-hearted than what we were actually <laughs> getting into. So okay. it sounds like I've written this for kind of a PG-13 right. film under the thought that this is mostly about dance. Maybe there's a little bit of drugs in there somewhere. Maybe. But... Overall, I think that this is generally, generally going to be like kind of a, a coming of age dance drama kind of thing. Like High School Musical. <laughs> well, I lame. Mean, I mean, less High School Musical, more. Step Up 2. Step Up 2, <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, I have a lot of love for Step Up 2. It's, it's oh, no. much like Terminator 2 and The Godfather 2. It's one of the true sequels that beats the original. Right. Tony Monero is an average working man who lives for the weekend, in particular, Saturday nights. He likes drinks, dancing, and the ladies. He likes it so much, he has a fever for it. But he's about to give all that up for the love of one special woman. But can he leave it all behind? Or is his addiction to the boogie just too much? Okay, right. So well, that... <laughs> the first part was fine. If he this... did live for Saturday night, which gave him like a fever because he was obsessed with it. He yeah. did like ladies and drink. Yeah. And also, he was just a normal, regular working guy. So that is true. So, I mean, I kind of nailed it for yeah. the most part. Yeah. I figured somewhere there would be... A dance competition, maybe. I don't know, but I didn't want to hedge my bets on that. Right, okay. Because I was going under the guise that actually his 
wild dance life at the weekend (laughs) is just too much for this one woman who's kind of like, you know, there's more to life than just going out and dancing on the weekends. Right. Why don't you get a real job? Nobody ever thinks that in the 70s. No. That that doesn't cross anybody's mind. (laughs) And this is why I was... live for it. This is why I was looking at it through the perspective of someone in the year of our Lord 2021. (laughs) Right? right? I'm thinking, hmm, maybe there is a little bit more to life there isn't. than just dancing at the weekends. There absolutely but that, isn't. But actually, in the 70s, no, of course there isn't. No. That's all anyone was about. Yeah. And I figured, <laughs> that I wrote that in a little bit of a light-hearted manner. Right. Thinking, oh, you know, maybe at some point there's a little bit of drug taking. And then he goes, oh, do you know what? Maybe I've pushed this a bit too actually, far. Actually, there wasn't that much drug taking. That's that's the bit that surprised me. <laughs> Out of everything that could have happened in this film, drug taking one was the least of someone's take problems. Take a bit of a pill or something. That was yeah. it. Yeah, but that was the least of of one's problems. Yeah. In here, I do get the impression that this was the start of a long run of films up to, I reckon, probably the mid two thousands. And there are some that come out even today, where people make this comparison. But they go, oh, it's Rocky with dancing. It's Rocky with scuba diving. It's Rocky with... You know, people make all of these comparisons to these dramatic films that Mm -hmm. come out that are almost slice-of-life Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see what... But they go... That part is similar. It's Rocky with this. It's Rocky with that, which is ironic because... He has a Rocky poster. <laughs> yeah. In... It's got a lot of Rocky connections. It does have a he lot of Rocky He has a Rocky, Rocky poster that he looks at sometimes. <laughs> he looks at it every night before he goes to bed. <laughs> I would imagine he would. It's in his room. He can't help it, yeah. It's pretty large, <laughs> it's to be fair. Pretty, it's a pretty big one. <laughs> um, and the director of Rocky was supposed to direct this, but didn't in the end. Oh. Um, and then Sylvester Stallone did the quote-unquote sequel to Saturday Night Fever, he was. I mean, it's not a quote that, unquote so. sequel. It is a sequel. Well, I know, but nobody sequel. ever says, "Oh, Saturday Night Fever 2. It's just, it's just following him on his dance journey. There isn't a, you know, he does, he doesn't. It's, it's not really anything to do with Saturday Night Fever, the movie. No, it's just the same character. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of Sylvester Stallone things going on in this, which is ironic because he has the Rocky poster, mm. and it's kind of like Rocky plotline. In a way. Yeah, it's a regular guy living his regular life. That's but what. But he's know. nothing like Rocky at all. No. <laughs> well, no. Which is just the ironic bit for me, <laughs> really. So, yeah, so that was my synopsis okay. of this going under the guise. It's not that too bad. It's not the worst. It's, it's not. <laughs> I figured that it would maybe end in this version. Right. With her kind of coming around and going, oh, well, uh, okay. maybe there's oh, space maybe in your life right. for yeah. both things. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you can dance as well as finding other things in your life that have meaning. Blah, 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 no, blah. No, absolutely not. No, no, there is only the dance. dance. Is <laughs> there is literally only the dance. And they stretch that out over two hours <laughs> i'm not saying that it was long i'm just saying <laughs> that is rude i'm just saying that that's that's a that's a, a thin premise to stretch out what your premise was thin well, to stretch I mean, out 
I mean, quite frankly, <laughs> yes. if we're being realistic, both of them, really. I'd, okay. But obviously they pad out <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. I keep wanting to say Saturday Night Live. <laughs> if no. Because anytime you search Saturday Night yeah, probably. looking for this film, yeah. it comes up with, do you mean Saturday Night Live? Just call it The Fever. <laughs> the Fever. <laughs> yeah. They stretched out The Fever. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Monero has got The Fever. He did. He did. Uh, they stretched out The Fever with obviously a lot of other things that yeah go slice on. of life situations slice in of new life york situation. in the 70s for a group of guys out on the town yeah <laughs> a, a group of guys is 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 one term okay for them uh another term is utter douches well yeah that's what teenage teenage boys are like that is true that is true it's good to <laughs> know exactly how much like that but no it's good to know how much range john travolta has looking 30 being 23 playing a 19 year old <laughs> so it's good to know how much range as an actor he actually has <sighs> i'm starting to think me and you're gonna fight <laughs> can we fight in the style of a dance-off. Probably. Okay, well, then at least that would be on brand. I'm going to win. I'm sure you would. <laughs> so tell me, first of all, before I dive into my... Criticisms of Saturday Night Fever that I will not listen to. Hey, 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 let's be fair. <laughs> okay. About three quarters of them are criticisms. Some oh, of them are just observations. No, so that's a joke. No, that's a joke. No, that's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. Most of them are just observations. Right, okay. Do have about a page of them, though. Oh. But tell me, how is it that you got into this film and you have had the experience of seeing this film? And as far as classics go, this one hasn't been on my radar. I mean, obviously... It, I don't know why. For me, it's kind of maybe the same deal with Rocky as it is with this. It's like, eh, there's a, a lot of dancing and it's in the yeah, 70s. Okay. I don't know if that's really my kind of thing. Right. So that's probably why. But when did you first watch this film? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I want to hear you say it. I don't know when I first watched this film. I don't remember, but I was really, really probably too young to be watching this film. But I did anyway. Roughly how Nobody old? stopped me. Um, eight. Eight? <laughs> This is an 18! I know, but what? 18! Yeah, but what could I see that was bad? I wasn't seeing anything that was bad. Nobody got, like, bludgeoned to death or. They nearly did. No, they didn't. By by Spanish gang members. They just got punched around a bit. Why is that any worse to what you saw on Rocky when he was boxing? That's not. Well, I mean, it's not, no. Well, then. There wasn't anything on there that I could see and, you know. I would like to point out that one of my first notes does say that it was five minutes in. Before the first F bomb got <laughs> dropped. Oh, yeah, but we had that in school, for goodness sake. Did you? Yes. Didn't in my school. Oh, you're lying. <laughs> did in my school. Yeah, of course <laughs> did you did. Quite a lot. Kids, kids did stupid stuff like that all the time. It was usually me. <laughs> <gasps> it was never me. Well, that's just... Oh, yeah, I mean, come on, it had such a negative impact on my life watching this when I was young. All the, you know, crazy things that I did not do. Like going out and <laughs> dancing on the weekend. Yeah, can you imagine how <laughs> awful is that? And, know, and knowing a priest. Oh, 
Oh, can you even imagine? <laughs> yeah, that was a plot thread that went nowhere. But get into that in a sec. So what made you watch this film? I don't Sorry. know. I think my mum always listened to the music because she really liked the film. And I loved John Travolta because I'd seen him in Greece way earlier than when I was eight. <laughs> sure. As you, as you I don't do. even know. I don't even really know if I remember the first time I saw it. I don't, I don't remember really where, how, what. But maybe it was on TV. Right. And I just kind of saw some of it and was like, oh, I love this film. And just saw bits of it up right. until I was a bit older and then saw the whole thing. I really and, can't remember. And it was John Travolta plus dancing, and that was all <laughs> yeah, you needed to be all my sold boxes. on it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. It's just, I just think it's good. I like the dancing, obviously, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. I like the music. The music is amazing. Um, a lot of, very Bee Gees heavy. Oh, all of it, yeah. But there are, well, other, there are obviously It other... wasn't supposed to be, though. It, no? Right at the last minute, they asked the Bee Gees to do the soundtrack for it so all of the dancing that you'd seen in the film was practiced with other music because they didn't even have the Bee Gees yet so they had to huh. try and fit things and the Bee Gees hadn't seen the film and they didn't know what it was about but they just said to them it's 70s disco just make music and so they did well, that's interesting actually because yeah. I, I do have to admit one of the things that I thought when they're practicing all of their dances and you know getting ready for the competition mm. is uh, I actually did think all of their movements are actually really, really well timed to the music. Yeah, well. So I don't know if I mean it's there just seventies some... disco, so it's probably the same beat. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. That, and I guess they just oh, we've got these songs a good observation from the Bee Gees. There. We've got these steps. We'll put that in that scene because it works. They must have just I don't know. They just made it work. I yeah, just lined it up right yeah. so that yeah, there is that. There is that. I kind of had it in my head that it had been done around the music that they had for the film rather than the other way around. Oh, okay, no. I mean, the Bee Gees weren't really that popular yet and I think, and like people kind of knew who they were, but I think this made them just go crazy, like shot them to ridiculous. They were winning Grammys and everything because of it. Yeah. And they hadn't even seen the film (laughs) and probably never will because if they did, they'd be shocked. (laughs) (laughs) My music has been used for this I mean, this is, but going back to what you were saying about uh, this is an 18, you saw it when you were eight, obviously. <laughs> right. I so know that makes it sound not, bad, but I think yeah, I was about yeah, that yeah, age. Because yeah, yeah. you try and think, how old was that? Like, what house was I in, is what I think most of the time. And <laughs> so I remember what house it was, and I remember how I old thought it you was. meant schoolhouse for a second then. I was like, what? why would that matter? No, yeah. <laughs> what house I lived in, you didn't know. Right, okay. All right. <laughs> no, the home, no, I got that the home that I lived right. in. Right, yeah, sure. But thinking about it, other than the swearing, which obviously at that age you would know you'd be I know, going... but I think it just Ooh. kind of went over my head. I didn't even really... I don't yeah. remember being affected by anything. <laughs> I don't I just, Yeah, it was just, oh, I've seen that film. It's good dancing. And maybe and some kind of the other probably because sex I was, stuff went over your yeah, head. Yeah, and probably because I was so young, like... a lot of it didn't register. So I just thought, oh, nice costumes, nice dancing, nice colours, nice music. And that was it. I liked the film. Yeah. Happy and jolly. And then probably when it was a lot later on that I watched it again when I was older and I thought, actually... This is quite shocking. You don't expect you don't expect it to take a turn that it, the turn that it does. No. You're just no. kind of you know, oh, this is nice. They're dancing, having fun, and then it gets a bit hairy because they want to fight. But that's boys. Yeah so, yeah. so I think a lot of it kind of just went out, just in one and out the other. You know, <laughs> and I just 
just like the dancing and the music. I do have to admit, though, because I kind of know you, I would think that at the age that you were when you first watched this, anything that wasn't interesting or would go over your head yeah, or anything that wasn't a lot dancing... Of stuff. <laughs> just wouldn't you wouldn't actually pay attention to well, exactly, you just be yeah. like zone out oh, yeah. I'm bored now they've stopped dancing <laughs> they're not in their I'll suits anymore would start colouring in and stuff <laughs> <laughs> what stark contrast that is oh right they're going to their friend who's in the back of a car with someone oh no I'm just gonna carry on on my beauty and the beast dot to dot while that's going on, are they back dancing again? Oh, okay, now that's I'll put that down and pay attention. That's probably exactly what it was, yeah. <laughs> probably exactly that. Okay, you're, you're of the mindset that this is a classic. Yeah? I think so, yeah. I... Although, okay, sorry, I learned something. Okay. That because it was supposed to be about teenagers and teenage life, the 18 that it was certificate, none of the teenagers that it was about or for could really go and see it. So after it had been out, yeah, for, a, yeah, after it had been out for a while... They made a PG version of it and brought a PG version out, and they kind of really like played down the sex and the violence and the and the swearing, and they played down all of that stuff. Cut around and it was it. just like a nice, happy film about living and dancing and music. So maybe that was the one that I saw. Maybe, and this is what I thought. What by the end of the film, I did actually think this would be really easy to cut and edit parts out of it yeah, to did. bring the rating right down to not all that much i mean obviously it would probably in some places have to be a 12 because you're showing people drinking alcohol well it said pg well so, i don't know maybe it was different then when it came out though in the 70s i think the hardest parts to cut around would be people drinking alcohol in the clubs or in the cars or whatever because that's the point where significant amounts of dialogue are happening around that so it's a little bit like yeah because yeah. i definitely remember seeing boobs oh okay so you definitely didn't watch the pg version <laughs> then did you but i'm trying to think because i think what i remember seeing is the reflection of them in the mirror behind him and not actually full in your face that's what i remember i don't remember seeing oh, okay. them right in my face but it would you wouldn't be able to have a pg if it was reflected in the mirror would you surely even then that would be a bit much well, I mean, but this is what I'm saying. They my could brain just blur it. But yeah, maybe, I don't know. maybe. But that and that's kind of, but that's what I remember. Yeah. And I kind of think like I remember him. Well, they could blur it now. I don't know if they could blur it back then. I don't know. But they could now. So I don't know what version I saw. I don't know. Well, but I mean, it doesn't matter because I wasn't affected by it. <laughs> Nothing changed. Well, by the sounds of it, you saw the 18 version. I'm just saying, by the sounds of it, and by the looks of it, you may think you weren't affected by it. But I don't know. I'm not convinced. You know, I don't know. <laughs> by the looks of it, I look like I was affected no, by sad <laughs> I'm saying, maybe this fluffy hair every day. I know, it right? Affected me. I got it's the fever. I got the fever straight away. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever, more like Bee Gees Fever. What? That's just one of my notes, is what I wrote down. I'm just, I thought I could work it in. What? It didn't that work doesn't out. work at all. Bee Gees Fever. Bee Gees Fever. B C G. You got your B C G vaccination. Yeah, I've got it in my arm. Look, listen. <laughs> wow, that's really weird. Can you muffle it with your coat? I don't really know. Hang on. 
Yeah, no, no, it's not working. No. <laughs> it's just too strong a vaccination. <laughs> I pointed out his Rocky poster, uh, which is funny because he's nothing like Rocky. That you just know, shows you the zeitgeist of the time, you know. Rocky was big at the time and he had all the big things going on. But the big thing that sets him apart from Rocky is that he complains that his dad hits his hair. <laughs> I don't think Rocky but would ever complain so about something funny like to that. Me. I love that part of the film. It makes me laugh so. M- it makes me laugh more than it should. It's just the way he just sits and he goes, "I just spent so long on my hair," and then he hits it. I just spent so long on my hair. I work on my hair, and then he hits it. And he's so sad about it. You know, I I spend a long time. They've got his other brother as a priest. His other brother's a priest. Yeah. And he's making good with the family and he's giving them a good name and then he's crying about his <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do we ever actually find out the real reason behind why his brother left the no. clergy? No, we don't. Or is it just that he got bored? Is that all we get? He just realised that that isn't the life for him. That's just not what he wants. His parents have tried to force him down this path and he realised that he can't be what they want anymore and he's going to do his own thing. And that's kind of what Tony Monero decided on his way to enlightenment at the end of the film, wearing his white suit like a god. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, I've realised that this isn't my life anymore. I can't do this anymore. You have to help me because it's not going well. There is imagery that you have read into this that I have skipped over (laughs) entirely. That white suit is iconic, though. I mean, people just turn up to fancy dress parties wearing this white suit. They have no place wearing it. No okay, business in granted. that suit. Also, they wear a plain black shirt, which is annoying because it's not a plain black shirt that he wears. What is it? Pinstripe. It's got white stripes on it. Oh, okay. I didn't notice, Just, but okay. Yeah, see? All right. <laughs> it's annoying. It's these little things that just annoy me about this. Like, I'm not a... Uh, yeah, because you've got some real bugbears <laughs> about this film, don't you? Do you want to air not your grievances? Not about the film, about the people. It's about, about the film. Yeah, well, the I mean, we've all got fine. bugbears about people, <laughs> but I meant no, people, about, the people about, about this, this film. film. Yeah. yeah. So I just think, like, everybody has these things that they watch a film. Like, say you loved, well, I don't, I don't need to say, say you loved Star Wars. I mean, pff, you loved Star Wars, right? Granted, If yes. you kept hearing Pretty people, obvious. <laughs> If you kept hearing people, <laughs> I thought you say pretty obvious, like you're sitting in a Yoda hat with a lightsaber or something. <laughs> I mean, for it's pretty obvious. Know, I am green. Hey, look. For all we know, pe- people don't know what I'm wearing. <laughs> we, we could just go with the fact that maybe I am. All right. That was just I mean, a funny reaction. Yeah, a bit but, obvious. <laughs> I mean, even if I'm not wearing that, look at me. Bit obvious. <laughs> I'm dressed like Darth Vader. Bit obvious. <laughs> Yeah, bit obvious. I am wearing Star Wars underpants. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, so, you like Star Wars. And, I mean, actually, it is kind of notorious that that bit when he says, I am your father, (laughs) like a robot, gets misquoted sometimes. Yes. So, that, for a Star Wars fan, when somebody says it wrong, it's really annoying. So everybody like everybody has this little thing that's like, oh, that you say that true. wrong and it's so annoying. That is true. And I'm not a connoisseur of this film. I don't know everything about it. And I've only watched it a handful of times in my life, not every day or anything, you know. It's a handful more than I have, so... Well, only a little bit more now. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's just that. It's the suit that people wear when they are pretending to dress up as him when it's not even accurate. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's not the customer's fault. That's probably the costume shop's fault. But anyway, 
Unless they've tried annoying. to put it together themselves. If they put it together themselves, it's even more annoying. That's less it's of an so excuse. It's so annoying. Right. And then the next part is when people do the dance to stay in alive. The bit that he walks to at the beginning, the music. Yeah. That one. Yeah. That's what he's walking to at the beginning. Yes. And that isn't the song that they do the signature dance to when people like have their hand on their hip and they put their like up and down their point in their finger and whatever they don't do that to that song but everybody always does that move to that song and it's not right and it's really annoying it's so annoying so like even when i was i think not at school well maybe at school <laughs> but no but if i was at like i'd got to teenage years and people had had a dance on and they, and they put that song on because it's like you have to have a 70s 80s 90s mix mix of everything sure and so you'd go to the a Grease wedding mega or something. Mix goes yeah, on at one yeah, point. yeah. So you'd go to a wedding or a birthday or something, and they'd put that on. Well, a bit for a bit for the mums, you know, and all this whatever. Jeez. Mm, and then that Saturday Night Fever song would come on, and people would do that dance to it, and I'd be like, "Stop! It's not even. Just stop it." <laughs> It's because it's so annoying. But I think it's also because the timing of it works so well for it. It's because but... people see him in the poster doing that. And then they hear the song Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever, Fever underneath and it. they think that it, he doesn't even do that. It's so annoying. It's just so annoying. It's just like, you know, if you're going to do something connected to a film, at least do it right. So you've heard it here. If you, if Amber <laughs> sees anyone doing that I'm dance to saying, the wrong song... I'm not saying you have to get the whole dance right, obviously, but I just mean... When Prepare to have your move, jive ass. It's so annoying. <laughs> it just annoys me. Up it and down me. the street. It's just one of those things that annoys me. So I do have some things that I wrote down. First thing that I noticed about five minutes into the film is that it is nice to see that he and his sister tend to dress alike. Yes, exactly the same outfit as soon as they see each other. A nice yeah. red shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blouse, probably a blouse. <laughs> That's literally the only time that we see her. No, she's around the table a few times. Uh, well, once, once one other I time. think, yeah. But they are dressed exactly the same. Yeah, it's the fashion. So Look it's it nice up. to know that... <laughs> she probably gets his... fashion, look it up. <laughs> she probably gets his hand-me-downs, that's why. Yeah, probably. <laughs> when when one of his red high-collared shirts has yeah. accidentally shrunk in the wash. Yeah, she gets it after Oh, here you go, there you go. You can have that one. Oh, yeah. thanks! <laughs> now I can look just like my brother. <laughs> I'm surprised that his friend is seeing any action at all with those horrific eyebrows <laughs> that he has. It, I didn't realise it was possible for someone to look more like Teen Wolf than actual Teen Wolf. Holy Jesus. I mean, not only do they meet in the New middle... Italian-American. Italian not only do they meet in the middle, they are wildly out of control. <laughs> Each eyebrow is in business for itself. Like. Maybe that's what the ladies like and it just carries it on. I definitely don't think they do. They're going to be finding those eyebrow hairs all over the bed after <laughs> the next morning because they, they are just they everywhere. Go Good God. <laughs> he doesn't treat them to a bed. He <laughs> treats them to the back seat of a rusty car. <laughs> oh, gross. You hear that, ladies? You're so lucky. <laughs> I can see now it makes a lot of sense why... John Travolta 
is desperate to hang on to his hair when this is the look that literally <laughs> defined the start of his career. If John Travolta, after starting in Saturday Night Fever with hair like this, and that's impeccable why I asked hair. you, impeccable hair. Now, this is the thing, right? I asked you halfway through the film, is that actually... That, what, that definitely that, was. That, that, that was so okay, Because his granted. hair for films way after stayed the same and he grew it really long. Before that, in the show that he was in, Welcome Back, Carter, before he did Saturday Night mm-hmm. he had really long shoulder length hair. It was like so thick. Mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction, he had long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 When When someone for so long in their career has been defined by that, look that he started his career out with and that impeccable hair i can see now why in public he's desperate to give the impression (laughs) he still has that hair when actually we all know we all know it's one of the many things that i love about him he unashamedly goes out with a wig on and then the next day you'll see him without any hair at all what's the problem what is the problem with that he totally admits that he doesn't have hair. And right. he's all over the internet on his Instagram and everywhere. And he's all over TV doing adverts sometimes. And he's got zero hair to speak of on his head. None. Right. But this is the thing, all right? Even with that, it's not like he looks terrible. He doesn't. No, but when he goes It's not like to... he's got a weird-shaped peanut head or anything. <laughs> what were you going to say then? It's not like... <laughs> I was like, what hair are we talking about? Look... I, I, I'm not going to claim that I know a lot about John Travolta, right? I'm, I'm going to be fairly confident in saying that this man's undercarriage is not weirdly shaped, right? But that's not what we're talking no. about. We're talking about the shape no, of his head. No, please don't sully him with okay. that talk. Right? It's not, like he ha- it's not like he looks like Mr. Peanut. No, he's fine. I understand. But when he goes to an award ceremony, he wants to have a little bit of hair or he wants to have a different look. He wants, I want long hair today. I want dark hair today. A woman can go to an award ceremony with her hair up. The next time she's got her hair down, sometimes she's got it in a plait, sometimes she's got it in a bun. She changes her hair loads of different times to match the outfit. So maybe sometimes he says, I'm going to wear this three piece and actually, curtains, jet black, looks really nice. So I'm going to stick that on. Well, do you know what? Maybe he's, at, he doesn't care. Maybe at these award ceremonies, if he was less focused on how his hair was looking, he might be able to pronounce... <laughs> no, no, <laughs> He might be able to pronounce no. Dina Menzel's name right. Adele Dazeem. The wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. Oh, that's so horrible. No, maybe he's he was such a, a little nice bit person. I don't concerned. like this attack on character that we're doing. <laughs> I don't I'm appreciate not attacking this. His character. Sounds I'm like not. you are. I'm just saying he doesn't need to be so preoccupied with it. That's what I'm he's saying. He's not preoccupied. He just likes to have different choices. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. <laughs> I'm talking about him like that. Okay, so this is the thing, right? As far as actors, famous actors, and everything go. I actually really like John Travolta. He's a very he good is actor. Great. Very good. John Travolta has been in some of maybe not my top favorite films, but a lot of films that I watched that were influential right on me. Number 1 of which is Pulp Fiction. Okay, yeah. He was utterly fantastic in that film. The acting, yes. 
dancing, yes. The hair, yes. All right, all on point, all right? Pulp Fiction, he was absolutely stunning in. Face Off, one of the greatest action movies of the 90s, which is on our list to watch at some point, okay? Okay. It's fantastic. Yeah, because I haven't seen that. John Travolta plays... Not to give too much away for you, because you haven't seen it yet, but he plays both a good guy and a bad guy. Yeah, in of that course, film. because he's amazing. It just shows he off his He also played range. an angel, which is Indeed. no acting for him. He just did that. And as, <laughs> and as much as he plays excellent good guys, he, in my opinion, plays even better bad guys. Yeah, he's sinister. He can do sinister really well. He did it in Face Off. He did it in Broken Arrow. He did it in the (laughs) Punisher movie. Yeah, the Punisher movie. And he was... um, And, you know, him Gold member. (laughs) That's Sean Beard! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, assholes! That was one of the best reveals of yeah, that, that film. Was I actually, I do have to say. Yeah, it was. I good. mean, we're getting sidetracked. We could, we could <laughs> okay, go okay, off yeah, the no. rails <laughs> and talk about Austin Powers. Oh right, I thought you meant John Travolta, but okay. But yeah, I mean, let's not. Okay. Let's not. Okay. But how good is Austin Powers? Yeah, good. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and the fact that John Travolta is canon. In Austin Powers Yeah, he's a movie universe. star in Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. Everything's, everything's right and normal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just great. But yes, essentially, I have nothing against John Travolta, is what I'm saying. Okay. All I'm saying is, maybe, sometimes, he doesn't need to be so concerned about these things. Well, he's not so much now, actually. at the end of the day, he's still John Travolta. Yeah, he's not so much now. I mean, the thing he should be concerned about is Scientology, but... There we go. That's a whole other discussion that we should maybe He doesn't not be ever talk about it. He doesn't talk about it as much as Tom Cruise he d- does. I've never heard him talk about it. <laughs> I've seen discussions with him where he's talking about Okay, all right. Okay, fine. But okay, yeah, all right. Granted, he's... Granted, you kind of sound like you're into yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to bring it up right away. But I do want to talk to you about our uh, our Lord and Saviour. So <laughs> alien, if you, uh, Christ, alien. <laughs> whoever it is, I don't know. Now, I'm not going to claim that I know a lot about Scientology, but I do get the impression that it is all it about is some kind of alien Jesus. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Oh, I don't know. But I think the less we know about it, the better, probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know if that's a rabbit hole you want to start diving into. <laughs> Because no. the thing that concerns me the most... We're right? supposed to be talking about Saturday Night Fever here. <laughs> we are, and we're going to get back to it, but here's the thing, right? The thing that concerns me the most about it, okay, is that if John Travolta and Tom Cruise and other people have had a speech to them about it, if I start reading up on Scientology, my concern is I'm going to sit there and go... <laughs> oh, that makes sense, actually. <laughs> actually, do you know what? Maybe these people kind of have... A, no, it's fine for them because they've got a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. It's like that weird thing. I don't know. I question whether I need a 20 quid pair of trousers. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be throwing money at Scientology anyway. <laughs> so just if you are interested in like trying to come at me with some Scientology, like I'm, I'm not interested. Like, like you're not going to get anything from me. Roll neck jumpers. I don't really see them as the most practical workout active wear. No, they're not. No, she just... I don't know why she wore that. And I don't know why that was a thing. Maybe she was a bit self-conscious about her body. 
maybe, but is it a roll neck jumper really going to hold like cover that much? It's, it covers more than what the other woman was wearing. It, it covers the neck. <laughs> if she's self conscious about her neck, I'll understand. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. It was cold outside and she'd been waiting for him for a long time. I mean, yeah. But even so, if you're working out that much of a sweat, you probably don't want it she soaking into a roll She probably thought to herself, jumper. do you know what? He's not really committed to this, so I'm not going to be bothered either. <laughs> I'm not going to put my effort in. <laughs> um, this also did raise another question right. from the dance class that was happening at the same time <laughs> as them practising. Yeah. Is it possible to dance and simultaneously <laughs> smoke a pipe? In the seventies, it was it was <laughs> look possible I love that... to do dance with almost anything. I love that you start to justify it by going, "Look, in the seventies, <laughs> like that's part of the justification." Well, of I it. get the impression that maybe he was there with his wife. His wife forced him to come down and have a lesson with her. He thought there was going to be something in it for him. But he didn't want to seem too committed. Didn't want to take his pipe out. No, he why just would start, you? He had just started. That it was a good one. You just lit it. <laughs> then the he, guys maybe he thought maybe move. he thought that the dance class started at seven fifteen and actually started at seven. So at six fifty eight, he really he really got that pipe going well. And then they said, right, seven o'clock, come on, start this. And he's like, oh, I thought I had twenty more minutes. And then he didn't. Because so as everyone knows. When you're smoking a pipe, it's not like smoking a cigarette. You've got to build it up. Yeah, you've got to build up the pipe smoke. With it. Yeah, you can't just light it and go. It's not no. a cigarette. No, you've got to you've got to let it like smolder a bit first. You've got to build it up. Yeah, I think he was there with his wife. Spoken like a true pipe smoker. We all know your secret addiction. <laughs> My secret addiction history. is dance. Yeah, <laughs> with pipes. So, <laughs> so I'm just questioning the mechanics of of dancing. With a pipe. Well, he wouldn't be able to do any, any, like, dips, would he? But I suppose that's the woman's job anyway. <laughs> if he had to do anything, he'd just have to clench his teeth real hard. I hadn't even thought of that. If he leans back too far, I'm talking to go, how are you blinded, oh, he dips the wo- he, he dips the woman and then he goes forward and it all falls on her face. Oh, God. So how did you blind your wife, sir? Well, it's quite funny. <laughs> I thought I could get away with smoking a pipe while doing a Latin dance. And then I remembered <laughs> right at the end that there's a dip. I couldn't kind of manoeuvre it round to the other side of my mouth quick enough. And then I mean, all the ash fell out straight it? into her eyes. How did Popeye do it? Yeah, how did Popeye do anything with know. his pipe in there? I mean, yeah. he used his pipe as a straw for spinach. What? So did you never see that? No. No, he, he, put, he put the spinach into the pipe and sucked it up through that's the pipe. That's disgusting. <laughs> Maybe that's what that guy was trying to do with his pipe then. He was trying to suck up all the dance. Suck up the dance through a pipe. <laughs> I like it. Is it a dance club? Is it a strip club? Apparently it's fine to do both and please absolutely no one. So... <laughs> they, were all, they were all very pleased. I don't know what you've been watching. I, I was so taken aback by the fact that there's a room in this dance club where it's not, someone it's just, just a nightclub and it's just attached to the to the bar that's got like, exotic dancing. Very exotic. <laughs> well, that's what it is. I would have thought like regular exotic would be clothed <laughs> on. That's extreme exotic. No, I, I just um, I was just taken. I thought exotic dancing was a nice way of saying I'm going to get my kit off. Well, all right, yeah, but that to me is like belly dancing. No, well, right. But you know, <laughs> okay. I didn't, you know, maybe maybe this is just how naive I am to the world of dance. 
Because <laughs> as we've established, my... Yeah, you've got some learning to do. My exposure to the world of dance so far has been Footloose, oh, right. Dirty yeah, Dancing, and yeah, Step yeah, Up 2. Also rubbish. So This is real. Know, this is real life. Right, so this is real <laughs> dancing. This is this is Dirty Dancing. No, that's a different film. This isn't Dirty Dancing. No. But I was just taken aback. I didn't really... Is, is this how things were in the 70s so that's just an okay thing to yes, do yes probably that's that was her job that's where she worked she was in the bar next door the private bar next door and he said oh are you gonna dance tonight and she was like okay and got up and danced that's her job yeah well, you're so prudish I mean, I'm not... <laughs> you're such a prude i'm not prudish well, i'm just trying then? to figure out what this place is advertising itself as it's a who is doing club. their marketing it's, a <laughs> it's just a nightclub that's all you need to know just get over it <laughs> that's not like any nightclub that i've ever been to and i've been you to live some... in southampton in 2000s not uh, in new york in the 70s hey, all right yeah i also live in southampton in the 2000s home of jesters the worst pub in southampton not, not in southampton just like the whole of the uk well, they can't have that now they can't have that now and the only time I saw that happen, it was someone who was really drunk and they were deciding to get their nuts out. So, oh, yeah. you know, that's an entirely different story. No, so, I no. don't like that. I think it's hard to imagine being beaten at dancing by someone who also looks like they make porno films. No, <laughs> the, the Hispanic guy. The Hispanic guy yeah. at the end. <laughs> he literally looked like a Hispanic Ron Jeremy. <laughs> did make porno that's what everything was happening then as you may as you well know everything everything was about this but that's why i went straight from that last point into this one that i made like how much crossing of the streams is happening here well i don't know like 70s fashion is silk shirts mustache and afro and that's what you associate with porn obviously (laughs) (laughs) if that's what you like that's what you like i mean i mean it is what i personally associate with (laughs) What can I say? I have a I have a niche taste <laughs> for afros and mustaches. It's it's just it's what I go for. It's my whole deal. <laughs> I was surprised at the end. We'll go into kind of the darker side of the plot. I didn't want to bring it down too much, but I, I suppose we can now. I didn't expect the film to take as drastic a turn as it did. And I kind of was on the edge of going, oh, it's fine. They'll pull their friend in from the beams on the bridge and he won't fall in. They'll they'll kind of like pull him in and, you know, they'll get to him or whatever. And then I kind of thought, oh, maybe he actually will fall. Like, is he is he going to purposefully jump? Because this kid has spent the whole film talking about how he's in a predicament, he doesn't know what to do, he's having some real troubles, doesn't really know what to do about it, no one seems to really be able to help him. Mm. Yeah, all people keep telling him is to marry the girl because he got her pregnant. Yeah. And that's it, they just keep saying marry her and he doesn't want to, he's too young. And he went to Tony Monero's brother, who he's convinced is still a priest, but even though he keeps (laughs) saying to him, I'm not a priest anymore. Don't call me father. Don't call me father, it's just Frank, it's fine. And he goes, okay, but he's convinced he's still a priest. Yeah, yeah. And he's not, and he and he can't help him. No. So I kind of thought, is he going to purposefully jump? And obviously he doesn't purposefully jump. No, he did fall. But then that's like, then they were talking to the police at the end and Tony said he killed himself without killing himself. Or how do you kill yourself without killing yourself? You know, he got up there, 
because he had a thought in his head. He was being stupid. He wasn't thinking straight. And, and that it, happened. The accident happened. One thing led so to another. So it's kind of like, yeah. well, really, yeah. I mean, he, you know. Yeah. So I will say that that really took me by surprise. It's just like this is how his situation has taken a turn. It's like everything's leading up. They've all their lives. They've been obviously messing about, and now they're a bit older. It's getting into big boy stuff, and this is the problems that they're having. And they find themselves just in a downward spiral all of a sudden and that's that's what happens because he's gotten older and he hasn't changed his ways he's still trying to live his little bad boy you know little boy life but yeah when you get to an adult yeah starts to become adult problems yeah 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 he had a lot of growing up to do in a short space of time kind of couldn't take it and you know we could go on a whole thing about how obviously it's the 70s and mental health issues weren't really seen in the same way that they are now. So obviously now, if the film was made, it would be probably about different things entirely. But they would have said to that kid you need to talk to someone you need to you need to call yeah, because someone. he kind you of get, to... like he realized yeah. that he was having a hard time and he said to him yeah you know you're fine i'm sorry i'm sorry you're fine you're fine look talk to me talk to me and all that type of stuff and he was like are oh, you gonna call me you're gonna call me and obviously he never did yeah he so he did realize that something was wrong and he had to help but just couldn't go that bit further he's just still a bit of a selfish teenager and he couldn't go that one step further and call his friend because he was too busy doing what he was doing and that's i mean fine it sounds and looks horrible when you watch it and realize but actually yeah that is real life yeah 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 it is and it is unfortunate and you know i like i said i was quite surprised that it got that real that quickly it, yeah it's all of a sudden the last half an hour you go oh oh oh, oh okay well, it wasn't oh. even it wasn't even the last <laughs> half an hour it was literally the last 10 minutes yeah but the last half an hour is like they catch the guys that they think beat up his friend and they start beating them up and then you know oh right yeah that as well but even then, that turns into a little bit of a joke because the guy in the hospital goes, well, you know, oh, now I'm not really so sure it was them. them. Yeah. But then that's part of the thing that... Like, that's part of the catalyst that changes his mind to be like, look, all my friends are idiots, you know? They're bums, yeah. they're idiots. And they're bums! <laughs> You'll always be a bum! <laughs> As we've established with Rocky, that's Rocky, one of the worst things that you can thing to say. be called. But yeah, but the thing that really surprised me is that after that happens and he takes his long walk and he's on the subway and he's yeah, he just assessing walked all everything. Night on the he subway. walked all night and he goes over to this woman's apartment yeah, and he says he just wants to talk to her about stuff. Mm. That's fine. Literally not one mention to her over the fact that his friend had just died mere hours ago. And for that to him to be, look, this has just happened to me. I'm still in shock, but I've been going around all night processing it and thinking about it. And this is what I've come to the conclusion of. He doesn't even mention it. Well, no, she says, says, you know, what's the problem? What's up with you? And he said, oh, I've just been walking all night, walking around all night. And why? What's the problem? Oh, I'll tell you later. Yeah, so but... he's going to talk to her later about it. We don't need to see that. Well, maybe. But, but this I is another, that's another weird, example. But... He just wants to talk about himself or get himself straight and yeah. talk about his problems and his issues and deal with his own life first. So that guy wasn't a, wasn't even a second thought about 
you know? Uh, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I feel that that being the catalyst for him going there and saying all of this and, you know, reassessing well, his life. Well, it kind of was. There that, was a lot of different things that happened in yeah. kind of quick succession that night to make him realise that maybe those people aren't But I would have thought that you might lead with that, maybe, and just go, I'm in a really bad place. I think my friend just killed himself. But, you know, yeah. that's just me. That's yeah, it was never me. about that guy. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't about him. <laughs> no, and that's the problem. And it kind of is about that what, guy. It yeah. kind of is about that guy, but actually... It never was about that guy. No, and maybe that's what he couldn't and that's take. Part of the I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, and then it just ends. Yeah. And I was, I was like, oh bloody hell, it's over. Right, okay. <laughs> it's finished now. It's finished. That's it. It's done. They've agreed to be friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, it that's was, it. It was about. <laughs> it was about that dance competition. Yeah. And the dance competition was over, so the film was over. <laughs> that's it. And literally no romance, no no romance at all. No, it's life. And that was it. It's that it's it's like two weeks in his life. I mean, at least Rocky got Adrian at the end. Yeah, but he was ringing her doorbell every blooming day. <laughs> <laughs> he was buying her pet food all all night. He was going there to talk about tortoises <laughs> all the time. That was all he ever spoke he about. He was going to that pet place and didn't even have any pets. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't have any tortoises. To go and talk to her about. Who are you, be, who are you being that was, that was John. That was. All right, okay. Admittedly, it's not as good as my Sylvester Stallone. That was John Travolta. John Travolta doesn't have tortoises. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, that what? is weird. <laughs> what? Where? Stop, he doesn't even talk like who? that. He doesn't even talk like that. Sandy? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Stop it. Uh-huh. He doesn't even talk uh-huh. like that. Aha. Uh-huh. Stop it. Yeah, oh, all right, okay, all right. But. I just found it weird that it just ended there. There was no fallout from that. There was no... Well, what type of fallout do you want? His friends in the hospital. Is other friends dead? Well, yeah, but this is <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what else you need. What do you want wrapped up? <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to see, a, you know, resolute... So I'm a sucker for resolution. This is it. This is the thing with this me This is slice-of-life films. This is why all the films that I say we're going to watch and you haven't seen are just real life to the point oh that part in his life is over now it's finished and all your films are like structured they've got a beginning a middle and an end yeah (laughs) i know you want to have this thing wrapped up in the end you want to be like no i know everything now and it's finished and that's fine because generally speaking that's how you write a story no because this is just slice of life it's two weeks in his life and we've just watched two weeks in his life centered around well, I don't know if it's two weeks. It'd be a couple of weeks, I guess, because it's a couple of weekends. Right. And so we've just watched this centre around his dance competition, the things that he has to do before the dance competition for the dance competition. And then afterwards he wins and he realises this city is ridiculous because I only won because they couldn't give it to a Spaniard. (laughs) Yeah. And then then it goes a bit downhill from there because he's in a a mess, you know, his head's in in the wrong place and he's annoyed and angry. And he makes a series of bad decisions and then he tries to sort it out. And so you're left with this thing of, is he going to make his life better? Oh, I'm deciding, yes, he is. Yeah. And you finish your own movie. Okay. And actually, his life is fine because they go on to stay in a life and he is a proper dancer. So. Yeah, and, this is, and that's what I thought was <laughs> so... going to happen. I thought it was going to lead into him making that decision to better his life by 
teaching dance classes. Right. And... No, he's a professional dancer. He goes on stage. He is a performer. Right, but he would start with teaching dance classes at the place oh, where right. yeah, he yeah, was, okay. you know, the practice rooms and everything. Yeah. That, that, so he would say, I, I want to teach dance classes here. And that was going to be his new job because obviously he got back his job at the at the paint shop. Yeah, but I don't think he wants that though. He, I don't think he took that back in the end. No. Because well, he looked yeah. at the guy that had been there for 13 years. He looked at the other guy that had been there for 50 years. And he was like, this is, n- I am not going to be this paint shop in 50 years guy. Right. And that's, and again, I, I appreciate that's another catalyst behind that decision. Yeah. But I thought we were going to see him going, I want to teach dance. I want to, dance is what I am about. I'm not about well, no, because what going you're to college. I'm not about going to all of this i'm not literally all i want to do with my life is is do dance and teach dance and help other people dance and be a better dancer myself and we get a little bit of that at the end but i thought that was going to lead into oh three months later i'm teaching dance <laughs> oh, classes crazy no because it just it rounds off at the end that he's decided he wants to be a better person and he's in the wrong place which is nice and he wants to be friends with her the woman that can maybe keep him on the straight and narrow because she's got a good job, she's got a good place to herself, and he wants the life that she's made for herself. Right. So I and that's that. the that's the resolve. You've you've noted or you realise that he's changed. I changing. Saw... Okay. Well, I will admit, it's not the resolution that I was well, expecting. Well, just make up your own one and pretend that's what you said. But this is what I'm saying. It's the resolution that I have to be happy with. Yeah, you got to get on with it. So. <laughs> But just know that later on in his life, he does become a professional dancer. Well, I know that now. Well, I that's know fine that then. Now. There we go. You can but, be at peace. But they've, but I mean, they've done a really good job of making you want a sequel out of it. Haven't and it was they? quite so, a long time afterwards as well. But this has rounded off a trilogy of what you would probably describe as slice of life ones yeah. that you've yeah, introduced suppose, me yeah. to. So and you I, hated them all. <laughs> hey, I haven't hated them all. No, okay. Rocky, right, was great. Okay. Tu Wong Fu was fun. fun. This I can kind of understand. This was a weird one for me because yes, it is slice of life in a way. Well, it is actually totally slice of life. It's in unfamiliar territory. For me as well, far yeah. <laughs> as it being 70s and purely about dancing and everything goes despite obviously my love of step up too but you know, <laughs> that wasn't in the 70s it definitely wasn't in the 70s i can tell you that much uh, if you haven't got by this point i'm i'm 100 percent being sarcastic i i can't stand the step up films <laughs> they're a trash Oh. And, oh, all right. Oh. Well, I mean, they just are. Right. The, that. That the fact that they made a 3D one. How do you? How, do, <laughs> how does that even function? Well, you don't know because you haven't seen it. It might actually be very good. I, I tried to watch it. <laughs> what does that didn't, mean? Didn't I you tried, tried to watch, to watch it. it? You didn't tried. Didn't work. No. Pardon. <laughs> it didn't work for me. What do you mean it didn't work? I just d- didn't do anything. What does that didn't mean? Do anything for what me. does that mean? Like your three D glasses weren't working? No, the not that my three D glasses weren't working. I was watching it on a regular TV. <laughs> well, that was yours. I wasn't sat there That's with three D glasses. I'm watching it on regular TV. God, I wonder why this isn't working. <laughs> That's not their fault. They gave you the exact 
information that you needed to know that it was a 3D film. And if you watched it not in 3D, that isn't their problem. That's yours. All I'm saying is step up 3D, vastly inferior to step up to the streets. <laughs> right, so, okay. But unfamiliar territory for this for me. So I didn't really know... Kind I mean, you say that, but you watch a it. lot of things about space and robots, and you've never been inside a robot or been to space. But you have been on the street and in a nightclub and in a house with people. So this is far more... Relatable. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't really thought of it like that. So yeah, five stars. There you go. <laughs> five stars, purely on its relatability, because I too have been in a nightclub and in a house and... On, on a street. street. I have indeed step, stepped up and to And your name is Bridger. And, and there's a lot about, about bridge. bridge. <laughs> Learned a lot of bridge facts. <laughs> Lots of bridge facts. And I've forgotten every single one of them. I know. They were in such rapid succession that I didn't know, <laughs> didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to do with that information. No. no, it just went straight out of my head. So do you have any trivia tidbits for me? For I've this pretty film? much given you all of them, to be honest. So the fact that it was like the highest grossing... I mean, we have to acknowledge that. The highest grossing dance highest film grossing dance for film, 33 yeah. years. That is a really long time. Because as you've said, we've had... Footloose. We had Chicago, which was massive. Yeah. We've had, yeah, Footloose. Dirty and Dancing. Dirty Dancing, which is huge. And people go on about that all the time. But it just wouldn't go away. Yeah. It's incre- It's just incredible. That's absolutely nuts. And it was, it was based on a small article that like broke back mountain it was based on like a small sure. article story that was in the paper which is kind of not exactly true but it was a story on what would happen on a saturday night so not every event in the story was real but, but the main gist of what would go on on a saturday night in new york at this particular place right so so that fact alone is i just think that's amazing big. yeah i would never would have even thought about i mean i knew obviously a and lot it was of knocked off by it. you said black swan yeah well everyone knows why that was knocked off by black swan and go yeah, there well yeah <laughs> disgusting <Okay>. the lawyers <laughs> <laughs> i do have one fact though one funny okay here one, we go. one right. fun one fun trivia tit tidbit T- no we can go with tidbit it's, <laughs> it's appropriate, appropriate. for this okay Yes. The people that were behind the counter worked there, were working there. Right. And they never got told what was going to happen. And they just told the actors to do things that might wind them up or be inappropriate behaviour in a White Castle. Okay. And so the, the reactions that you see from the people in the shop and the people that work there were real because they genuinely didn't know what he was going to do. And actually, the I'm reaction... i that, that, you, that might be yeah, the case. but the reaction that you see isn't from him jumping on the table and barking like a dog and eating his hamburger disgustingly okay it was actually the other guy getting on the table and mooning everybody <laughs> oh <laughs> so the reaction was real but it just wasn't that far right but they okay. still didn't know what was going to happen yeah interesting yeah. and i do have to say kudos to white castle getting those sliders prepped in record time <laughs> what were they doing it was like spongebob i know it was literally <laughs> pickle 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 here you go <laughs> pickle 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 fries sauce 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 <laughs> They just wanted him in and out as quick as possible. They were like, please They leave. really did. I mean, it, if anything, it's made me a little bit hungry now. Yeah, I want burgers. So, yeah. <laughs> so, shall we give this a rating? I would love to hear what your rating for this would be and would be out of also. Okay, because as many of you may well know, but if you're new to this podcast, you might not. 
whoever hasn't seen the film has to give it a rating, and what it's out of changes. And this time it's my turn for the third time in a row. We've hit the hat trick. Yes, we hit have. The hat trick. Come on then. So, That's my drum roll. So I have to say, I don't think I enjoyed this the most out of the three films that you have shown me. I did think it was good. And I thought good. that the... <laughs> yeah, I did think it okay, was good. Okay, okay. I thought that the soundtrack was pretty iconic of the time as well because it wasn't just Bee Gees there was a bunch of other stuff there was some other stuff yeah which I also thought was pretty good and as we all know it's one of Dave Grohl's top soundtracks (laughs) yeah well they say if you're a music teacher and you had to tell your students to listen to three definitive albums that would help them love music get their music career going get a music lesson what would it be and one of them is always Saturday Night Fever soundtrack yeah because it's impeccable I mean, it is, so full marks for that. <laughs> I'm going to give it three. <gasps> I can't believe it. The dancing. I can't believe it. Okay, so, all right, maybe that's a little bit unfair. It's all got right, tragedy, so... heartbreak, laughter, dancing. All it's right, got so everything. I, 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 am, I am happy, purely based on his hair alone, right. to round it up to three and a half. Okay, fine. All right, so yeah, I'll give it three right. and a half. And I'm going to give it three and a half medallions. <laughs> Because he wore twenty five thousand medallions. Yeah, it was it was going to be three and a half White Castle sliders. <laughs> okay, but I thought that's maybe advertising branding too much. So I'm going to go with three and a half medallions. Okay, I do understand. I mean, three and a half is fine, and they were idiots, all of them. There was no li- there was no likable character in any of the, f- the whole film. And that's the thing. I think that was <laughs> I think that was what I was missing was I found it hard to find likeable things yeah but that's also quite relatable though to be honest isn't it you get a group of guys there might be one there might not be one that you even think is any decent i mean uh, maybe that hasn't the been my personal experience liked him. The in girl life that, i'm happy to say but the girl that just liked him she was fine she was yeah nice. Yeah. But even then, she kind of lost all of her self-esteem and self-worth it wasn't by her the fault. end. So, yeah, I think it was more the fact that I found it hard to, to like a lot of the characters. Yeah, but that's, pa- that's, that's part of the reason why I actually like it as well. Yeah, because he realises that at the end. Yeah, yeah, he realises that there have been a bunch of idiots. Yeah. But, yeah, three and a half. Three and a half medallions. Three and a half medallions. 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 <laughs> So is that does that sound fair? I mean, yeah, okay, fine. That sounds fair, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to say, obviously, I would have given it like 5,000 stars. But sure. there are films that you've showed me that you like that I haven't been very interested in. So I guess that's fine. Yeah. I mean, none of you... Big Trouble been... in Little China. <laughs> that, that one <laughs> really hurt. That one really hurt me. Oh, boy. I was just happy that you gave RoboCop a decent score because if you hadn't given RoboCop, given RoboCop a decent okay. score, I, I probably would have been heartbroken. <laughs> but there we go. Yeah, but Big Trouble in Little China didn't make me want to like totally vibe and dance afterwards. Like, I still want to do it now. <laughs> I mean, so maybe that's what I've got to look for in the films that I show you. It's something that makes Does you it totally make me want to vibe. Dance Does it make you want to dance? <laughs> doesn't want me to lay down some cool hip happening steps cool cool so flash dance next then yeah okay all right
doesn't have John Travolta in it, sorry. All right, well, something with John Travolta. Sorry, it's, it's John Travolta plus dancing, not just dancing equals. Okay, all right, that's a real niche market that you've got us into there. There's only a few other ones left Because this is the thing. It's meant to be films that you haven't seen, and I'm pretty there, sure... Yeah, there isn't any left then. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> <laughs> you've seen every film that has John Travolta plus dancing Probably. in it. Which I mean, is I don't like, want to say yes. This film, that makes it's seem... sequel and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. No, he's dancing in a lot of his films. Well, there we go. <laughs> so, Saturday Night Fever. Not Saturday Night Live. That's different. Saturday Night Fever gets three and a half medallions from me the third one in a row that i've given a rating for that amber has introduced me to third one in a row we didn't think we'd ever see the day but there we go <gasps> so rude well i was it was uncertain <laughs> we for never a, for thought a while. we'd ever see the day because you kept ignoring the fact that i had films that you hadn't seen that's why and that's precisely the point. You just kept ignoring it. That's that's. No, I'm that. doing this one this week. I'm doing this one again. I'm doing this one again. False allegations. <laughs> false allegations all around. False allegations. I, I I deny all that. But what do you all out there think? Do you think Saturday Night Fever is a classic? Do you think it's worthy of three and a half medallions? Do you think it's worth more? Do you think it's worth less? Are there other films that you think that we should be watching as well? Can you name any other films where John Travolta is dancing in them that we might not have seen? Maybe we'll add that one to the list. You can get in touch with us through Twitter. I am at Drew Bridger. At Amber Inch. If they've enjoyed this podcast, Amber, what else should they do? They should like, subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars. Should also follow us on Instagram at BTTRpod. They absolutely should because you put up good stuff. Recently, you put up a a meme on there. (laughs) I didn't put up a meme. I made You made a a gif. (laughs) I made a gif, yes. That was absolutely impeccable. And to see exactly what we're talking about... Follow us on Instagram. Yes, there we go. Make sure to use the hashtag BTTRpod on both Twitter and Instagram so that we know that we are being talked about on the internet. If you haven't enjoyed this podcast, I am very sorry, but you've done really well to get this far. Don't leave us a review. Do tell all of your enemies and subject them to it as a cruel punishment for whatever they did to wrong you. But until our next episode... Amber. Yes. What you doing in your bed? On your. <laughs> what you doing in your bed? You should be dancing. <laughs> yeah. You should be dancing. Yeah. Don't provoke me. <laughs> <laughs>